you for listening to the Sanction Love Podcast. Our vision is to bring the ratifying love, the binding force of love, to individuals with the purpose of increasing intimacy, freedom, and identity in Christ. Hi, this is Joy from Sanction Love, and today I wanted to do a teaching on the Threshold Covenant. And before I get started, I kind of want to do an interactive um, thing here. And if you could um, gather, um, just get a piece of paper and draw like a doorpost, just draw the doorpost and have a red pen or a red crayon ready. And as after you do... Um, draw the doorpost and you have your red color crayon or red pan ready. Um, I want you to write on the outside of the door um, everything, you know, any kind of sin in your life, any disappointments, um, any shame, any anything that you feel is keeping you um in a place where you feel distant from God and just write it on this paper. You know, you can destroy this paper afterwards, but just to write it on this paper before. um, And so you can pause me right now and go ahead and get your paper and draw a little doorpost on it or print one out or, um, and get a red color crayon or red pen ready. So, um, what I'd like to talk about um, is, for, for those of you who do not know what a threshold is, so I just told you to, you know, make a door frame. Um, there is a bottom to the door frame. And so, if you have your pen and, or your pencil and paper, you can write, you know, draw bo- the bottom area of the door frame. It is the bottom part of your doors that people step over to enter into your home. Um, in the Eastern world, the threshold was the most sacred part of the entire house. It was where covenants were made with one another and um, and this kind of to do that to this day is still a common practice. Do you remember, um, reading in your Bible in, um, Exodus, Exodus about the, um, the Passover account? That's how we have, you know, um, the Jews have Passover and they've correlated Easter to Passover, Passover too. Um, so, um, Yahweh, God told Israel to put blood on the doorposts and mantle. And this was a sign of a covenant. So I'm going to read that. Um, it's Exodus 12, 13 through 28. The blood on the doorposts will be a sign to mark the houses in which you live. When I see the blood, I will pass over you and will not harm you when I punish the Egyptians. Um, You must celebrate this day as a religious festival to remind you of what I, the Lord, have done. Uh, 
celebrate it for all time to come. Um, so then it goes and it talks about the, the different parts of that um, celebration. But before this happened, um, Israel was enslaved by Egypt. And Moses went in there and it's like, let my people go. And so the Pharaoh, he, he didn't listen. There was all these plagues. And one of the plagues was to that their firstborn son would be killed. And whoever did not have the blood applied to their doorposts um, on their threshold, you know, the whole thing, um, the, the spirit of death would come and their firstborn would die. But those who had the blood as a covering over their threshold, the angel of death passed by their, their house. So, um, on the, so they were told to put it on the doorposts and put the blood. They would have to kill a lamb and they would use the blood of the lamb and use that blood to put it over the doorposts. So, um, it says that we, this was a sign of a covenant and we are used to seeing a basin as a bowl we hold our hands over. However, in ancient times, the basin, the hole was built into the threshold of the door. So you could put the blood into the threshold and then put it on the door post. So can you imagine that on the bottom of your door, there was a bowl and the blood was put in there and then applied to the doorpost. Um, in Zechariah 2, 12, 2, it says, Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of trembling unto all the people around about. When they, when they shall be in the siege both against Judah and against Jerusalem, the word cup in that verse is not as accurate as the Hebrew. The Hebrew word for cup in that verse is actually sof from the Strong's in its original sense of containing a vestibule, also a dish for holding blood or wine, a basin, bowl, cup, door, as in doorpost, gate, post, or threshold. So... Um, what God is saying here in Zechariah that Jerusalem will be a cup of trembling because Jesus, the Messiah, came out of Israel, came out of Jerusalem, right? And um, so I wanted to explain more um, about the threshold. And in the times of Israel's and antiquity houses were built with a threshold under the doorframe of the house it had a special sanctity the special the threshold was made of stone and was cut slightly higher than the floor so the water and dirt could be kept out because it there was that bowl there was a bowl carved into the threshold for blood to spill into it so in ancient times, the Israel, Israelites would enter into a covenant 
with someone, they would invite them into their house and sacrifice a kosher animal. So if they invited you in your house, that means you're something special to, you know, invite you into their home. Um, so they would uh, sacrifice a kosher animal on the threshold of their house. They would let the blood spill into the bowl that was carved into the threshold. The person who they were making a covenant with would take a step over the threshold and they were careful not to touch the blood. It was like sacrilegious to even touch the blood. You were making a covenant. The blood was laid down. There was a sacrifice and you were supposed to just walk right over into the house. It was an act of accepting the covenant with the other person. So this is what Jesus did for us. He was the sacrificial lamb that was nailed to a cross and his blood was spilled so that we could be saved, that the, the angel of death would pass over us um, in the spiritual sense, that we would have eternal life and, and not have eternal damnation and eternal death. Um, so this is what Jesus did for us. So they took hits up and, and they dipped it in the blood. This is what the Israelites did. They took his up, dipped it in the blood, and they put it over the, the, the threshold. Jesus is our Savior. By his shed blood on the cross, the cross is the doorway. His shed blood on the cross is the doorway to heaven. That's the only way you can enter is by the blood of the Lamb. So we are saved because of the blood of, of Jesus. Jesus is the door. He says in scripture, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. That's in John 10, 9 through 11. So at this time, I would like to really love to tell you a story about my Auntie Pat. And this story and the Threshold Covenant is in our new book by Sanction Love called uh, Transfigured Thrills from Heaven. You can get it at our website or sanctionlove.com or through Amazon. So these are the, this story is one of the stories I wrote in our book. So I'll kind of go over it a little bit here. Um, and it's about the Threshold Covenant. So I was with my auntie. Um, and she had been diagnosed with lung cancer. And she got the diagnosis in um, April of 2019. Or has it been that? Yes. April of 2019. And so, it, you know, the, here's the diagnosis. And they said that she probably had four to six months to live. And... Um, and my auntie was very dear to me. She, you know, my mom had died uh, from pancreatic cancer a few years ago. And so both her sisters, who they were very close, all three of them, they have always been, I call them my auntie mommies, you know. 
And so here's my auntie, and she was dying from lung cancer. And so, um, so I had the honor. It was, it was so beautiful. The testimony of all of this was so beautiful. Um, I went to go see her in June because I worked for the school district and I was getting, you know, getting ready for being off for, um, summer break. And so I had a week, um, time to go to California. She lived in California and go and be with her. And I just had one week because after I got back, my grandson was coming up to stay with us like he usually does in the summer. And so I, I got, you know, started my summer vacation, flew to California and got to be with my auntie. And, you know, I felt the Lord just really pulling me there because my auntie also had asthma and I have asthma. And so I knew I, I wanted to be her advocate as to make sure she was, you know, breathing okay, that she was getting enough oxygen, that she was all kinds of stuff. And I had taken care of my mom um, when she died and I've worked with the elderly and so I had some skills to take with me and it's like, God, I just want to do this for my auntie. And so I get there and I, you know, I'm still thinking, you know, this is April. She has a few more months to live. And, um, I get there to take care of her and it was the last week of her life on earth. It was very sad but amazingly beautiful the week I had with her. Uh, so I got to be with her. I got to advocate, for, be an advocate for her. And, um, we had one. I got there on a Tuesday. And, oh, my gosh, the delight. The delight. My auntie, she, she said, my joy is here, my joy. And uh, so... I got to really just, you know, visit with her on Tuesday. She was still, she was doing good, you know. And um, then Wednesday came and um, we got to watch Seven Brides for Seven Brothers together and um, just talk. We talked and she was telling me things from her heart. Um, she was telling me how things you know, when you're coming to this part in your journey, that the real, the real, um, the real things that matter would, would be Jesus and family. And, um, that to just let go of those stupid, ridiculous things. And so we got to talk about some beautiful stuff. I have it recorded. It was like, I'm recording this, right? And, um, and then, Wednesday night, she just started slipping pretty quick. And um, the next day on Thursday, my Auntie Joanne, who is her sister, who lives just down the street. They live by each other since the 70s. We all uh, migrated to the U.S., uh, to the States from Hawaii. We all were born and raised in Hawaii, and we came to the mainland. Um, in the 70s, uh, late 60s, early 70s. So 
my auntie, um, Joanne came over and, um, and my auntie Pat was t transitioning between here and heaven and she would slip into periods of sleep and wake up and tell me and my auntie Joanne glorious things. In, and in one of those moments when she came back from one of her journeys with Jesus, um, she told us that everything is fixed. Like, God fixes everything. Like, we, we try to work so hard to fix things, but if we just give it to him, he's already fixing it for us, right? He did it on the cross. And she said when she got there, when she was going, you know, because she was, they say when you're dying that you're working things out and you're in between two worlds. And so she said when she got there, Jesus had already fixed everything. And um, anyways, she's also said that there's a door. And when she said that, I'm just like, what? This Jesus is the door. He said, if you knock. You know, I will answer and I'll tell you to come in. And uh, he says, I am the door, right? I just read that. And so she said that there's a door and it's rising up. And I just giggled and I said, yeah. And I told my auntie Joanne, she's on the Jesus elevator. She's going to happen. And um, so on the other side of the door, there was, she said, there was so much food. I mean, she was just really just telling us what she was seeing. She was in between this world and, and heaven. And she, she asked if, she, you know, she just like was looking at Jesus like, oh, I wish I could taste it, what she said. And then she, she said she was allowed to taste some. And she said it was the best food she had ever tasted in her whole life, right? It was the best thing. And she also told us that this food had not been eaten by people yet, but it was waiting to be distributed. So she was giving this future part, and I'm just thinking when you read the Bible and you go to Revelation, it talks about the marriage supper of the Lamb, and I'm thinking, yes, that's the food that she got to taste. So the door was rising up, and my auntie loved Jesus. And Jesus said to her, Here I am. I stand at the door and knock, Pat. You have heard my voice, and I have opened the door. I will come to you and eat with you, and you with me. So my auntie stepped over the threshold. That was the covenant that Jesus did. He's the threshold. He's the door. And he's the only way to the Father, the only way to heaven. So she stepped over the threshold into glory. And she was covenanted to Jesus. That was the covenant. His blood was the covenant. And it was like um, a groom with his bride. And he carried her over the threshold. Isn't that just beautiful? That's what our hope is. That's what we hope in. That when we pass from this life to the next, that Jesus, our groom, because we're called the bride of Christ, those who know Jesus and received Jesus into their heart as our Lord and Savior, who followed Jesus with all their heart, 
uh, we're his bride and he's our groom and he's going to carry us over that threshold. So again, as the bride of Christ, we're covenant, covenanted to our groom Jesus. And it gives me such peace to know that when you and I pass from this life to be forever with our Savior, he's waiting to carry us over the threshold. So I wanted in this teaching just to um, give you some hope and and that, yes, we're all born and we all die. But there's a hope beyond hope. There's a faith beyond faith. There's a love beyond love. And, and his name is Jesus. And so if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, today's the day of salvation. Receive him into your heart. And for those of you who did my little um, interactive um, thing with uh, making the door, the threshold, so you made your threshold, you wrote your sin, your disappointments, your fears, your, you know, whatever it is, you wrote it outside of that um, threshold. And now I want you to take your red pen and your red crayon, and I want you to scribble it all over that uh, door, that threshold. I want you to scribble it. And then I want you to turn your page over. Is there anything on the other side? There's nothing. There's no fear. There's no sin. There's nothing but Jesus on the other side. So yes, Jesus is on the other side of the threshold. And he's there because of his blood to just wash away every sin, every fear, everything that's happening in your life. And you're safe. You're safe with him. So before I end, I did want to say a prayer. And also, I want to share a song with you that my Auntie Joanne um, is singing. And um, the backstory of that is when my Auntie Pat was in between um, to the two places and she had seen the door and behind the door was all this food. And when she was telling us about that, she started singing a song that her and my aunt Joanne and my mom had sang together. Um, they're the beautiful voices, three part harmony. They always sing together. And so she in her raspy, um, you know, Leading breath voice started singing the song, Come, Come Unto Me. And so we were hearing it, my Aunt Joanne and I, as a whisper. And then my Aunt Joanne joined in and they were singing together this song. And the song is Jesus saying that just come, come unto me. I've got everything together. I'm blessing you. I love you. And um, it just, there's just so, it's such an anointed song and it's so full of hope and encouragement from Jesus himself. So as you listen to her um, sing this, I mean, it's kind of muffled. So um, we're going to put the words so you can read and um, 
know what what she's singing, but these were the this was a song that both of them sang together. Um, it was such a beautiful holy moment. So, anyways, I Lord Jesus, I pray for whoever's listening to this podcast that they would know that you are the door, that you are waiting over the threshold like a groom to carry them, your bride, over that threshold into green pastures, into the heavenly realm, and a place next seated next to you in the heavenly realm. Lord, I thank you that um, they're going to feel your peace and your love and that you fix everything that you fix it before we even get there. So Lord, bless them and keep them and make your face to shine upon them. And I just pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. God bless you. We love you at Sanction Love and we're cheering you on in the call of God. God bless you. Love you. Bye. have enjoyed this session. To learn more about Sanctioned Love, visit our website at www.sanctionedlove.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. To partner financially with the ministry of Sanctioned Love, visit www.sanctionedlove.com forward slash donate.